0: Welcome in, listeners, to another episode of Go Be Wyoming. I'm your host, Aaron Gray, and on today's business spotlight, we are sitting down with Stephen Mullins in uh, Riot Red. Sorry, wow, Red Bison Studio that here on uh, Main Street here in Sheridan. Uh, Stephen, thanks for letting us come in, sitting in your shop, and um, you know, uh, highlight yeah. your business. Yeah, for sure. Thanks for coming in, man. I think it's pretty sweet. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, yeah. right on. Um, and we've got uh, Charlie Roberts as the producer. Hello. He's uh, helping me out here on the this fancy road board here. And uh, anyway, so, uh, yeah, this is if you first and foremost, anyone listening, if you've never been into Red Bison Studio, you have to come down and, and just step in because there's some cool just pottery everywhere, art. Um, this is a cool little spot here, Stefan.
1: Yeah, it's been sweet. We uh, we used to be around the corner on this little side street called Grinnell Plaza, and then we moved into here last not this february last february and being mm-hmm. on main street's been crazy like just the amount of more foot traffic's been cool and we have these huge windows and so we can put goofy stuff up on the walls like we have some spray painted bison skulls that a buddy did for me he made Berry mantelope which is like a <laughs> antelope head on a human body which is pretty funny yep but yeah we i mean we have a lot of wall space to put pots up on and um, it's been really sweet to be in this spot. Yeah, yeah.
0: And um, you know, you obviously, you guys. We'll get into it, but you guys run classes too when when that's you know, quote when it's unquote, not a, like a global uh, pandemic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When it's allowed, quote yeah. unquote. But uh, um, anyways, we'll get into that. But uh, so um, you had a smaller space over on Grinnell Plaza. Yeah. Um, how how long has has Red Bison uh, Studio, you know, been around?
1: Been a thing? Yeah. Um. So yeah, actually, I started. I started a business in, like, 2012. Okay. It was called Red Buffalo Pottery. Gotcha. And I was in a, I was living in Laramie and kind of finishing up. I got, a, I got a degree to be a teacher and then a fine arts degree. Okay. And so I started that at the end of that and um, not really doing a ton with it. I was just kind of working out in my garage and working out, um, yeah, these tiny little spaces. And then we moved up here. I got a teaching job in Buffalo. Mm-hmm. And so it kind of evolved into uh, just kind of doing it, trying to build my skills up and doing craft fairs and like weekend warrior type stuff. And then uh, from teaching that, that just kind of grew steam. And so the craft fairs turned into bigger craft fairs and then it turned into approaching businesses and starting to do wholesale, (laughs) excuse me. And then uh, in 2018, or I resigned from teaching in 2017. Okay. Uh, worked for Bighorn Design for a year to try to get things figured out business-wise because I had no idea. <laughs> and then uh, I opened up a brick and mortar in 2018, awesome. It was pretty sweet. And actually, they moved out of that tiny little spot. And he's like, hey, you have first dibs if you want it. Like, just let me know. And I was like, Pfft. oh, sure. Yeah, I never yeah. even thought about it. So then we opened into that and... Uh, it was such a small space, but it was perfect to get started and then we yep. were able to grow yeah.
0: like this. So Yeah, it's just kinda of all about timing and the opportunities, you know. That's yeah, nuts. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It was cool. I would um
0: what how was the transition like from being you know, you taught that was about four or five years and then yeah. um but you were kind of building up um what was, was the side business kind of gaining momentum? Is that kind of what you were seeing and when you went to go work at uh, Bighorn Design or yeah, t- like walk a- through that?
1: Well, when I, when I was like, teaching is a great job, but I was just kind of unhappy with it. It, sure. it just didn't, you know, you never know until you get going into that thing. And um, it just wasn't a great fit, I don't think. So then, right. but I really liked doing the craft fairs. And so that, what ended up happening with that is like, uh, just a lot more sales than expected. Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right, cool. It's like, keep pushing this thing. And then uh, another surprising thing, like I was, uh, I, I sold like educational books door to door in Michigan, like okay. in like early, maybe 2011. Uh-huh. And it was cold calls all day long. <laughs> so, like getting used to going up and talking to people and being like, hey, this is who I am, this is what I do, uh, and getting told no a lot was like something that was very familiar. So, that was yeah. easy for me to approach businesses and say, hey, this is who I am, this is what I do and if my stuff fit well in their store it was a good fit yeah but if it wasn't it was like a a big learning curve but then it figured out like sure so then that worked well approaching businesses that made sense for my stuff and then um bitcoin design i mean those guys have just grown like crazy so it was really sweet watching what they do and how they do and so um yeah on my end i just kept getting more sales and so then it was like hey maybe this could be turned into something Mm -hmm. and i think sheridan was really ripe for when I started doing classes, um, I think Verdello had started doing classes and we have the paint post, but yep. I mean, just that scene of like, people want something to do and clay's really cool. Cooking's really cool. Painting that stuff. I fit, I fit really well yeah.
0: into that whole scheme. So yep. yeah. And then definitely, you know, having that experience as a teacher that probably yeah. really led well into to the classes.
1: Yeah. And like, yeah, it was a huge boon. I mean, like trying to structure yourself for like, okay, this First ten minutes. I mean, it's just like podcasts. Like we're gonna do an intro. I'm gonna to try to get people. We only have two hours, so like people need to feel comfortable. They need to feel good in their skin of being in the class. Um, yep. And then, uh, and then we started rolling. So it was figuring out that setup and figuring out how to talk to people was sure. really good. Yeah. So yeah. Um,
0: have you always been into pottery? So you you went to school. You were you were going to school to be a teacher in arts. Yeah. So is it just something you've always been doing or kind of did, did pottery, you know, was it, was it art in general or did it kind of lead into, uh, pottery by itself?
1: Uh, yeah. So I started, so I started going to school and I was really into sculpture. I wanted to do okay. like, like bronzes and try to figure that out. Sure. And so, I mean, I was in the sculpture department for, I went to school for a really long time. <laughs> That's all right. We all do. <laughs> a long time. Uh, and so I just like, I mean, I did everything I could and I really loved it. But, um, so I started in the art department, I kind of moved around and I was like, I probably need a job after all this. So then I got into the education department, finished that up, went back to the, after I got my teaching certificate, I went in back into the art department. And so, um, when that happened, that's when I kind of fell in love with clay. Like I'd done it in high school and, but I didn't take it serious until literally at the tail end of my, of of that degree system. Mm -hmm. And it's was like, man, I just loved it. And so, you know, I wish I would have done more and learned more, but at the end it was like, all right, cool. Now I know what I want. And then, um, I try to go to like a workshop every year, obviously I couldn't this year because everything got canceled, but I still try to do a workshop every year and learn how to do more. And so I'd say at the end, that's when things start grooving. That's
0: kind of cool. You know, some, sometimes people just assume like, Oh, you've just been doing it for a long time, and it's actually, you know, sometimes you kind of stumble into it, and you're like, you know, this yeah. is, I love this.
1: and Like, oh, this is sweet.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and then kind of the opportunity, you know, you're going to school, and then doing it on the side, and kind of connect with Bighorn Design, and it kind of just, hey, we've got a spot open, you know, a small little sp- space if you want it, and you're like, heck yeah. Yeah. And yeah,
1: like, yeah, let's go for it. Yeah. Yeah. And what's cool, too, with Bighorn Design, like, my aesthetic, and like, my my vision like really was parallel with their brand already. Mm -hmm. Like, so Surf Wyoming and Bighorn Designer, the same thing kind of, you know, it's the same guy. And so, uh, it was like, man, what I was doing just really aligned well with him. And then how people received my stuff in their store, that was a huge indicator to me. Like, Oh, okay. I think this could work. Yeah. And he's been super supportive the whole time. PJ Tridey And it's like, yep. You know, it's been good to, figure that out yeah. in that way. Well,
0: and it's like a mentor, you know, he's, he, yeah. he's helping you out and, um, you know, that's, uh, that's synergy a little bit, but he can tell you how, how to, how to do things and, yeah, um, you know, what works, what doesn't work. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So <laughs> would, would you say, uh, so your first love was kind of that, the bronzing and the, the sculpting, has that helped you in your design process for all your, the, the, you know, pottery, or if someone comes to you and says, Hey, we're thinking of, um, I'm trying to think of you've done like a uh, wild candle company and stuff like oh, that. Yeah. Like when people come to you and they're like, Hey, we've got some ideas, you know, has that helped you? Or do you kind of just, have you kind of learned?
1: Uh, yeah. So I think, I think the overall experience of going to art school was really beneficial. It's mm-hmm. like just the aesthetic choices you make. And like, I mean, you are learning how to like create something that is what you want. And mm-hmm. so I wasn't very good at the beginning. I was just like, you know, <laughs> And so the sculpture did help, and it's, like, that's all about form and figuring that out. And then I think even, like, I'm from Gillette, and it had a pretty good, like, uh, just computer. So I do a lot of digital stuff, and so I learned a lot of those skills early, and then I've kind of fostered that throughout the whole thing, and that's why I taught digital design, and I taught... Photography and your book and like all those digital skills have actually been a huge boon in ceramic sure. world. So like, candle company come and they're like, they say, hey, we have this idea and we want this design, and she's actually does some really good design work, right? But it's easy for me to take her good designs and then like, okay, this is going to work in this realm. Mm-hmm. And what's cool about them is they have a very specific like idea that they want, right? But then it's like they give me freedom to say, hey, this is what we want, but make it look sweet. Yeah. And so that's where I think. You know, not to be like, oh, you know, I do a really good job of this, but uh, <laughs> like I feel like my brain works in a way. It's like, okay, I see where your brand is or what your vision is, right? And I can take that and transform it into like a mug or whatever they mm-hmm. want. You know, I think that's where I, you know, it fits really well with
0: yeah. kind of how I work. Well, and for for your brand and for your company, you know, if someone walks up to you and says, "Hey, we we, you know, we've seen other companies or brands." Um, with mugs and stuff. And, you know, they're maybe pitching to you, you know, you have that in the back of your mind of, well, you know, that might not really work how you want it to. Like I would try this. And, you know, yeah. it's, um, and it's not you trying to be like, I know more than you. It's like, I've tried it. And I know
1: Yeah. from a designer art aspect it's like that, that might not be what you actually want. Right. Um. No, and that's true for sure. And especially with like clay, I mean, ceramic material, you can be like, okay, I want this thing. It's like, yeah, you have to understand, like, this is just something dug out of the ground, and we're going to heat these things up to a point where they melt. And, like, the chemical reactions that go on, they're not precise. Like, you can get close, but it's like somebody's like, I need this specific thing this specific way. And it's like, well, that's not how – I mean, maybe huge industries can do that, but that's not how I work. I'm like a small batch, right? you know, small studio production where it's like – I can get you close to this, but that idea won't work, but we could do this. That looks really sweet too. Mm-hmm. And so it falls in that realm of what you're saying. Yeah. It's like, you know, we can do these things, but yeah. it's an art. It's not a science all the time. You <laughs> yep.
0: Know? Yeah. yeah. And sometimes there's trial and error and, Oh man, you know, um, what's, uh, kind of while we're talking about it, what's one of the weirdest or like coolest, uh, things you've been requested to make or try. Um, and you don't have to like call anybody out, but just, no, uh, I'm got- trying to think the
1: weirdest or just
0: uh, or maybe for the listeners like unexpected that someone's like hey what about this
1: yeah i don't know well so actually what strangest thing i just got this new printer mm-hmm. and the i called because i'm like all right i have this very specific idea like these printers just you can print any imagery so i started putting like clint eastwood on a mug and like shooting flowers and guns and whatnot but the guy's like look what you're gonna want to do with this thing <laughs> is you're going to go to a funeral home and you're going to say you can print these plaques with these pictures and they're like going to last for thousands of years and they're UV resistant. I'm like, look, man, I don't want to make tombstones. I'm going to, I'm making (laughs) mugs. And he's like, no, 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 trust me. This is what you want. And I'm like, all right, okay, that's fine. But so that was super goofy. And I mean, I've done sinks and some of the coolest things are like these giant, um, like dinnerware sets where somebody wants, you know, 20 plates, 20 bowls, 20 cups and like, fill up this giant table. So those are cool, but. Okay. I mean, you get goofy things all the time, like people bring in, uh, like these, they just, people bring in all these goofy things and they're like, hey, I need you to fix this. (laughs) I'm like, I have, I don't even know what that is. Like, I have, people brought me plastic that's, looks like fake ceramics or like these old little, like figurines. And it's just like, people bring in the goofiest stuff. Okay. And you're like, I don't, I have, I have nothing for you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah,
0: that's funny. I didn't even think that people would bring
1: stuff to you to try and fix. Yeah, once it's uh, broke, it's broke. Yeah, you know? huh? You can do these cool like golden inlays and like uh, epoxy things together kind of deal, but sure. I don't. But it's not how gonna to be the
0: that. yeah the original. Um, those those uh the the plate sets. Yeah, like what like were they just. Like anything weird about those, like a picture of someone's face, like they're eating. But
1: I want to start doing weird stuff since I got that (laughs) printer. Like, uh, so I I do a lot of stuff with like Andre the Giant and oh yeah, like so I have I have my production line and then I have a fine art line. Okay, and so the fine art line I approach galleries and kind of go all over the country with that kind of stuff. But I so now that I have this printer, there's this goofy old picture of like. Macho Man Randy Savage and okay. Hulk Hogan. Yes. And they're in, like, an 80s backdrop, like, family picture where Hulk Hogan's arms are on his shoulders, you know? <laughs> yes. So, one, I've started doing little plates with those, but I think I could replace their faces with anybody's face. Oh, gosh. And I could, yeah, it could yes. be super fun. Yeah. And, and there's all sorts of stuff like that now that taking digital and taking this printer, I can, like, you know, have have quite a bit I have, of fun. Yeah, have some cool stuff with yeah. it. That's awesome.
0: We interrupt this episode with Stefan from Red Bison Studio. Get to a, one of our sponsors, Alpha Graphics, a locally owned and operated full-service printing, mailing, and marketing company. Give them a call at 307-674-6277. Let's get back to our interview with Stefan Mullins from Red Bison Studio. Well, let's get into like the nitty-gritty stuff here. Um, we were kind of talking about it off-air a little bit. Um, so 2020... Um, you know, and this has been your second year here in this studio then?
1: Uh, yeah. yeah. In this location? Yeah, in this yeah, location, yeah.
0: yep. Um, so you probably weren't thinking, you know, oh, 2020, you know, during the summer, oh, pr- pretty much the whole year, you know, no classes, um, or, you yeah, know, you know, uh, so kind of walk us through, you know, um, uh, beginning of 2020, you know, just, uh, how you guys have had to adapt a little bit of, you know, can't get the classes in here, um. You know, I will say it, it looks like Wyoming in general. Well, like uh, local businesses here, um, you're staying busy on the on the um, the uh, the fulfillment side or the uh, I'm missing the word here for um,
1: like wholesale and production. Yeah, wholesale. Kind of there, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. Um, but yeah, walk us through how 2020s just kind of been a weird year. Yeah, it was nuts.
1: Uh, so it started out, and it's like, I mean, you have all these big plans. Excuse me. Um, and so it was like, okay, at the beginning of the year, I was like, I know I want to try to get into the lower part of Montana, like Missoula, Bozeman, find a couple big shops there. Uh-huh. Um, I wanted to try to make a trip to South Dakota and upper Colorado. Okay. And it's like, okay, I just want to find if I can approach 25 retailers and say, this is what I got. And like, that was my big push. And then I was going to continue to do classes, like two classes a week try to up my production and then try to start reaching out on, on like a digital level and mm-hmm. say, you know, find these bigger um kind of branded items. Right. And like push real hard. So I was like, all right, here's the goal. And then February hit is like, shit, <laughs> <laughs> things just like screeching halt. And so I had, like I said earlier, I try to go to a couple of conferences or a couple uh workshops, mm-hmm. everything canceled in February. And right. so, I mean, February hit, and everyone was kind of like, "All right, this should be over in a couple weeks." And then March hit, and it was like, "No, this is gonna, this is gonna be a long haul." Yeah. And so I got pretty fortunate. Um, in November, I set up a deal for Glacier National Park, okay. and they did a large order that they were gonna, they wanted by spring. And so pandemic hit, everything closed down. Sheridan was like a ghost town, like everywhere. I'm sure for six weeks or so. Yeah. Um, I might have had, I bet I had under ten people come in the shop. Which at the time it was a scary thing. And I'm, you know, the anxiety levels were way high. Everything was like, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I guess the doors are gonna shut and they're not gonna open again, is how I felt. <clears throat> but we had that big order. So we filled that. And then I did get some of that funding to help pay. I have a couple employees, which was sweet to be able to keep them working. Yeah. And so, um, but things drastically changed. So I haven't done, I was doing classes like private events and stuff with okay. groups of families. Right. But then I had people get sick in that. So I had to call everyone, you know, and be like, hey, this is going on. And it ended up being just a huge headache. Yeah. So I've stopped doing classes. And I haven't done a class maybe since the beginning of the summer. Okay. So, again, I mean, if I'm doing, like, if I'm getting, you know, 15 to 20 people in here a week, that's 80 people in a month. That's a huge loss of revenue. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, I don't know. I don't even know what I'm going to do. And then what ended up happening, that was really sweet. I, I provide... Uh, products for a lot of online retailers. Yep. So like Go Fast, Don't Die, Surf Wyoming, um, This Farm Wife, all these kind of heavy hitters for me. Mm-hmm. Like people got their checks, their uh, whatever that was called, those stimulus checks, yeah. yeah. And online shopping like blew up. Right. So April was the biggest month I've had. Like yeah. at that time, it was the biggest month I'd ever had. And it was the same with Go Fast, it was the same with these other retailers. Like people were at home and they, mm-hmm. you know, and there was this huge push to like support small business, support these people in your community. Like if you have the money, you should be trying to spend with these yeah. small businesses. So it worked really well. So that was like this big bump. And then at that time, um, people started feeling more comfortable to travel. That was like yep. that first big wave. Yeah. That went down. And so they said that domestic travel was going to go way up. And so, um, people were kind of tourism, 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 that word, right. <laughs> they, they came to Sheridan they're going to Yellowstone and they're driving around. And, um, so that, that got us through the numbers were low. And then, so now I've completely stopped classes and we upped our kind of online game. And so mm-hmm. now it's like, um, my production has gone way up. Right. And so now I've, I've started to develop my, my own brand, my own designs, trying to push that in into the world which has been received well and then these other retailers they're continuing to grow so I think I mean it was tough especially for brick and mortars you still hear that that stuff's way low but Mm -hmm. I already had a web presence not compared to these other guys but um, that has continued to grow on our end too so that shift has been good and if you weren't ready for like anyone's thinking of doing a business I think you need to see where you fit within your local community but also where you fit in the grander scheme of like a you know, your social networking and your mm-hmm. e-commerce kind of yep,
0: e-commerce. Yeah. 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 Cause it's, uh, you know, you, you still have a, a, a space here on main street, so you, you will get people into the store, but yeah, you know, it's, um, yeah. Like you said, if you weren't ready for it, you know, you're missing out. And especially yeah. when you, like you said, people got their stimulus checks, um, you know, and they were shopping and yeah, uh, they felt good to support
1: yeah. small businesses. Yeah. And um, it does suck not being able to offer classes. Sorry to interrupt you. No, you're good. And that's the goal for, like, spring. It's, like, I still want people to be able to come in here and experience working with clay. Like, I think that is very unique and very, like, it's good for our community, and it's good, like, community builder. Like, I want that. But in the other realm, it's, like, I know that that has a max availability business-wise. So, it's, like, I think I'm going to draw back on that and focus on growing on the production in because that that can go forever. Yeah. So I don't know. It's like since the pandemic, the business model has changed, which
0: is good. Yeah. Which, you know, always got to be looking at it and seeing what the changes are or what the market's demanding. Um, what, what, uh, what would you say the response has been, you know, you kind of already mentioned when people got the stimulus checks, you know, they were kind of really trying to support local businesses. Um, but, uh, what has been Sheridan's and, and maybe just like the whole state's response, um, you know, like we just had the Christmas stroll, you know, what are you kind of seeing in this holiday season right now for, uh, small businesses?
1: Uh, yeah. I mean, actually it's like, I mean, we are, we are behind on orders, which is sweet. So like, yeah. Um, I think the support locally has been really good and people come in like, Hey, we're thinking about you. We want to make sure you're doing good. Like I had multiple people on black Friday come in and say, Hey, my goal is to only buy from local businesses. Like, no online. Yeah. it's like, that is sweet. You know, it is like, I mean, I have, I have maybe three or four people working here right now. So mm-hmm. it's like when people decide to come in here and put money in my shop, it's like, one, you're, you're providing, you know, income for a small business. But you're also, you know, helping four other people in their town, like, buy Christmas presents, buy food, buy clothes. Yep. Like, it's a huge deal. And so Sheridan's always been super supportive of what we're doing which has been really sweet. And then also online, it's like, you know, I I push that we're a small batch studio because we are, and I think everyone who's into what I'm doing is like, you know, I want to support that because that's what I'm into. And that's been really sweet too. It's not now it's like if you can get your message out there, lots of people want to support that idea. Yep. So it's been good. Yeah. Well, and if if you're somebody that's
0: scared of going out, you know, it's like, well, we're online. You know, you can still shop, you know, um, and and that was a – Uh, a big push I know by, um, the Sheridan County Chamber of Commerce, you know, is a lot of, a lot of the downtown businesses have their online now, you know, and you can still
1: do that. So, um, yeah. And they had a big push. They were like actively going to businesses. I remember and saying, Hey, are you online? If you're not, we can help you. Yeah. Like let us get you online. Yeah. And so, yeah, which is cool. And I know Sheridan passed the like beer delivery thing, which is awesome. (laughs) It's like, I think a lot of places did, but it's like, yeah, I mean, why not? You know, like one you're going to keep that brewery open, two you're going to like provide those guys with income to pay their employees and two you can yep. like sit and have a beer at home. Like, yep. That's a win-win for everyone. Yeah, it's a win-win for everyone, <laughs> you know. <laughs> um So you're
0: from a Gillette originally. Yep. Um what are kind of some things that uh, you know, you went to school in Laramie. Um what are kind of some some things that you love about Wyoming? You know, you started a business here. You're yeah. here in Sheridan. You know, what's uh, what kept you here?
1: Yeah, and actually, I mean, yeah, so I graduated, and I think I think I go back like five generations of Wyoming, you know, oh, wow. which that's cool in its own right, yeah. like, yeah. you know, saying that. But I remember growing up, I was like, I'm never coming back. <laughs> I hate this. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, you know. And so you're young, and you go out, and you travel, you do your thing. And, I mean, the cool thing, the very basics of Wyoming is is like, I do think they try to take care of their own. Like, school's crazy cheap. Community college is crazy cheap, and they didn't have the Hathaway when I was going. Okay. But now they do, and it's like, I mean, if you go to community college around here and get any kind of, like, you know, small business or get welding certified or anything, I mean, they basically, if you do it right, you're not going to pay any money. Yep. So that's what brought me back. I was like, oh, I could go spend 25000 a year and, you know— on whatever school, or I could go back to Wyoming, get tons of funding and maybe pay a couple thousand. Yep. So that's what brought me back. And then um, even after graduating, I was like, ah, you know, I think just staying in Wyoming was, it felt good because it's a smaller place. People are like, you know, Buffalo is a very interesting town. That's where I taught first. I taught in Laramie first at like a treatment facility Okay. for, for kids, which is like a, the craziest stories in my life. And then I moved from Laramie to Buffalo, and which was a small school, and it was like the community's really good, and so getting into that was was pretty sweet. And Sheridan's community was has always been kind of small, but also like a lot of stuff going on. Yep, raising a family is a big deal for me, so it's like I have two little boys. Uh, my wife's a nurse at the hospital here, and so it's like we fit right in. And then the community is comforting, and it's like growing up in a spot like this, you you know, you just know if anything goes down I could walk down the road and go talk to I need to you know and so that that was really that's been good for me and I think Wyoming is gorgeous like you know you can drive 20 minutes and see crazy vistas around here Mm -hmm. and I think just like being open and low population is cool so yeah yeah tell me tell me a
0: crazy story at that uh treatment
1: at that uh, treatment facility in Laramie so is it
0: like a like a like um like NSI, kind of like a treatment, yeah, like, like a uh, reformative school, I guess is what you yeah. Would call and it. so
1: those kids, I mean, they've had terrible past, you know. But it's like your job. I mean, there's so I went from working on cottage, is what it's called, to working at the school, to being like an office guy, to transitioning into teaching, and um, it was just like <laughs> I'm trying to think. So we had a we had a kid who snuck out at night. And he's like, I know you guys all make so much money here, so I didn't want to steal a car from here. And it's like, dude, we don't make any money. working. I don't know what you're talking about. So he snuck into town. I mean, it's outside of town. Right. So this guy worked his way, and he thought everyone was on the hunt for him. Right. And we had to do checks every, every 10 minutes. So after 10 minutes, we're like, well, he's gone. And it's yep. this giant prairie. So this kid sneaks into town. Of course, some guy left his keys in this old truck, so yep. he steals this old truck, <laughs> goes on this huge joyride for like two hours until he runs into something. Cops get called, so this kid's like 15, and he's yep. like, oh, no, the cops are after me. So he goes on this high-speed chase with these <laughs> cops, and I'm the guy working that night, so it's like, well, I guess I, you know. So anyway, he, he gets in this high-speed chase, jumps on the railroad tracks to try oh, to no. get away from him, just blows out the tires, right. blows out the axles, like everything's just destroyed, and so it's like he gets brought, he gets caught, gets brought out, and so right. everyone has to have a sit down. But it's like that was a very standard, like situation <laughs> of kids just like escaping or breaking things or fighting, like wanting to fight you and bite you, and like it's yeah. just like yep. yeah, yeah, So
0: and, and you always hear those stories here at NSI, you know they they uh, you know a kid tries to run away or something, and um, I think it is that's kind of probably one of the funniest things about Wyoming because we do have a lot of reformative schools, yeah. But it's like kind of like you said, like. He had to like he ran away, but it's like he had to go into town to like find a you know Yeah. Like they're not gonna (laughs) get anywhere, you know.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And we had these two kids like we were we went on this five day backpacking hunt and so we didn't know this. They'd stole a map two days before. And I mean, we're in the woods, yeah, up in the snowies, and these kids like steal this thirty pack thing of hot dogs (laughs) and bust out in the middle of the night. And they're we're like you I don't know what they're expecting. So they, like, they make it to a road. They say they got lost. Someone gives them a ride to Eagle, Colorado. Okay. They, like, they rob a couple stores. I mean, it's just nuts. Like, you're like, I had no idea this was even, like, part of life. And, like, so it was just that. I mean, it was kind of a fun job, but yeah, crazy. Yeah. You are probably like, yeah, I don't want to do this as a career. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
0: What a... Um, Charlie said he's been, uh, in a couple classes. Uh, what are some of the funniest things, you know, now you haven't had a class maybe for a, lot, a while, but, um, what are kind of the funniest experiences you've had with teaching classes, classes? to people? Yeah. Uh,
1: what, I mean, throwing on the wheel is really hard. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I think it's funny <laughs> people come in and they're like, Expecting just to be rock stars and these macho guys. Like, oh, yeah, blah, 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 and then after like twenty minutes, there's clay everywhere. <laughs> like one lady accidentally, she was messing around with something and she took a step off, and the wheel took off. And like, we put these little wooden bats on there. The bat flew off crunched this plastic thing that was around it and the whole thing exploded oh. like all this water clay water got in this lady's purse right next to her covered this other lady and like so huge messes all the time and just yep. like people getting too drunk like because you can come in and have a beer or two, but yep. i've had two classes where people pre-gamed real hard Ooh. and then like well first class in here actually and it was like you guys gotta go. Like, lost their shoes. Like, they're in the car. It was just a mess. And I'm like, I don't, like, what is going on? You know, that kind of stuff. So it's fun. It is really fun. And, but.
0: Yeah. So, like d- disclaimer down, uh, don't 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 come uh, pregame Do in here. Not pregame.
1: Because <laughs> it's hard anyway. If yeah. you're all goopy and loopy, you're not gonna make anything. But that's funny. You know,
0: it's fun. Have you had some people, though, that like first time and they're like just
1: pros? Really good. Yeah. yeah. Actually, it's like, and you can tell. It's like a lot, so it's like you're using both hands for the wheel. Anyway, we did some fun, which I think Charlie, you did the the hand building classes on the tables. Yeah, 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 and, that, yeah and those are fun too. It's like those are really step by step by step by step, and it is still a lot of like knitting things together in the right way, which right. clay can be hard to work with. It's just like soft dirt. You yeah, know? but on the wheel, it's like one your eyes have to be in, like see what's going on, and then both hands have to be working, and you can't push too hard here, and you can't push too light here. They have to be level with each so it's a lot and people who get it right away it's like wow that's really sweet because it's not an easy skill yeah so there there has been a handful it's like hey you should like try to do this Yep. Like, right as a hobby or something yeah, yeah 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 like you're really good at it you should yeah enjoy yeah, it you more. should pursue this or you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah um
0: i just had a question and i lost it gosh dang it it'll come back to you right what are you looking forward to uh, this coming year? You know, uh, obviously, probably, hopefully, get back to classes, you yeah. know, would be probably something you're looking forward to, but what else, uh, you know, uh, we kind of just talked about how you had plans for this year, and it kind of got changed around, but what are some things that you'd really like the studio to, uh, you know, be known for as you keep growing it?
1: Oh, to be known for, that's a pretty good question, I haven't thought about like what I want it to be known for. I really kind of like the idea of design work. Mm-hmm. So uh, like it, it can be super time consuming and, and you can make some real turds of designs, but it's like, like finding a really nice color scheme that fits on a nice like form or mug. And that's like, I really dig that. So there's a couple of materials we use that are really bright and vivid. And if you can use that in the right way, mm-hmm. um, that can be really cool. I think... I like, and I, like I said earlier, I like the idea of like, okay, here's a problem that I have, or here's a, here's this idea. Now I need to take that idea and transfer it to work with ceramic material. So using that as an, like a, a way to generate new pieces or new designs, I really like that kind of yeah. problem solving thing, especially with people being home. So it's like, okay, I have, like I said, I just started doing these ones with Clint Eastwood and, um, I just did this new design with Bob Dylan. And, like, his guitar is kind of transforming into this, like, stem flower. And then I have these, like, this big bushel of flowers behind him. Mm -hmm. And so all that I think is going to be cool. And, like, figuring out this new printer that we have and using that design process I'm excited about. And I also think so, like, um, trying to match it up for, so how how can I still create this community or this, like, engagement of a small pottery studio with people at home? So I think for, like, Mother's Day or whatever, I'm going to make a bunch of these designs of cups and then fill them with dirt and put a couple seeds in there. And then, like, we'll be able to prepackage these, like, things for people to grow at home. (laughs) And then as the weather gets nice, they can take that and put it back in their garden or whatever. I think that kind of stuff is cool, trying to figure out, like, how can I still... Get that engagement. Yeah, engagement and create this unique experience for people who are, you know, stuck at home. And who knows what's going to happen by middle of summer. Yeah. So... If tourism's up, I know people are going to be jonesing to get out. Yep, it's like we'll see what happens. But. Yeah, cool. Yeah, I know it's all about you know it's uh, probably
0: everyone's just day by day right now. You know, That's just weird. Yeah. But I guess one question, a couple questions before we leave. Um, what do you got going on over there? We're going to probably uh, take some pictures, maybe do some filming a little bit. What do you got yes, going sorry. on at uh, your at uh, your table there today?
1: Oh, I try to make um, if I can. I try to make throw a couple hundred like 100 to 200 mugs a day okay and so then you throw those things i try to throw monday tuesday wednesday we had a lot going on at the beginning part of the week so i'll throw mugs they'll hang out on the tables and dry until they're ready to take a stamp on the bottom and get a handle um so i threw some pints yesterday i threw some mugs i'll throw more mugs today and then i have a bunch of like salt and pepper shakers okay um so i'll put some feet on those and i can show you guys that and Sweet. So yeah, that's what we got. Yeah, going we'll probably, we'll probably do that because yeah, I, um, just to
0: kind of help you out a little bit, but yeah, just, right. I, on. I'm kind of curious, you know. Um, Charlie, you have any questions for him before we end out? No, it's it's fun. Come take the classes. They're great. Right? Yeah, yeah, classes yeah. are yeah. good. Yeah um well thanks stefan for your time um if ever if anyone uh, has time come
1: down you're open usually what 10 to yeah 10 to 6 monday through saturday okay i think winter we close early on Saturdays, 10 to 4 but okay but yeah come you know most business
0: hours you know i think that's pretty much what main street businesses are doing is like 10 to 10 to 5 or you know kind of that that window um yeah red red bison studio they're here on main street um, you can find their work online. You know, like Stefan mentioned, you know, they, they have an online presence, uh, redbisonstudio.com, so can't miss it. And yeah, then, it's right there. Uh, yep. yep. And then uh, Instagram's the same thing, you know, just Red Bison Studio. Yeah, <laughs> right on. No, I appreciate the plug. Thanks for coming in. Yeah, no, thanks for letting us sit down. And uh, for all those people listening, thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time. Yeah, right on. See you guys.